0: blog talk radio welcome back you health renaissance people okay today and this is again this whole month we're talking about autoimmune diseases and this is huge since you're looking at one in five or twenty percent of our population has it today we're going to talk about the vaccine link but before we do I want to bring up uh, a quote from Dr. Benjamin Rush. Now, this was one of the signers of the Declaration of Independence. Quote Unless we put medical freedom into the Constitution, the time will come when medicine will organize itself to resist the art of healing to doctors and deny equal privileges to others will constitute the bastille of medical science. All such laws are un-American and despotic. So then I start thinking, okay, what about tyranny? Because I keep hearing these people talking about a tyrannical government. Uh, What is tyranny? I mean, I I know, I, I love history. And plus, when you hear people that say, I I disagree with what you say, but I defend to the death your right to say it. I mean, these are passionate, brilliant men that that were um, unjustly taxed, and they formed a government. So what does tyranny mean? Now, tyranny is defined as um, severe or harsh treatment. Um, An example of tyranny is putting someone in jail for years of a small uh, crime. The definition of tyranny is a government ruler with total power. Uh, it's a cruel dictator. Now let's see that because a lot of people in what I've been reading is that we are under a tyrannical government. Now we know that a lot of the Constitution is not being followed. There can be unlawful search and seizure. There's a lot of things that our government is doing uh, with the, the um, uh, Homeland Security bills. Uh, so people under fear, are willingly giving up their rights. It's just, I want to look at the first ten amendments of the Constitution. Now, we're talking about autoimmune conditions. We're talking about vaccines. I just want you to understand that this is a forced medical procedure and how insane that the founders of this country, they would not go along with it. So I want you to look at the just the first ten amendments of them and just bridged versions of them. But Amendment 1, the First Amendment of the Bill of Rights. Now we're talking, I think it was 1779. Uh, Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of a religion or prohibiting free speech, abridging the freedom of speech or freedom of the press, of the right to people peaceably to assemble and petition the government for a redress of grievances. That's the First Amendment. So a redress of grievances. So we have a right to assemble. Really, do we now? Do we have freedom of the speech or freedom of press? No, we have the pharmaceutical industry, which is about 70% of all advertisements. You're looking at a completely uh, government-controlled press and media. This is completely different. Okay, now let's look at the Fourth Amendment: the right of people to be secure and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrant shall be issued but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched uh, and the persons or things to be seized. Now, this is a right of people to be secure in their persons. Do you think that the founding fathers, the people that wrote this, would be okay with forced medical procedures in order for you to keep your job or to get educated or to, to get public assistance? Do you, do, you, do you think that this would be, like, insane or insane? The Fifth Amendment, the last part of it, Okay, nor be deprived of life, liberty, and property without due process of law, nor shall private property be taken for public use uh, without just compensation. So, does that mean that there has to be a government, government turned into a tyrannical um, uh, system? Is in 1986, that was one of the signs that I got because they absolved. A pharmaceutical industry of any liability, so there is no due process of law with these people, and there is no no public forum because it's uh, called vaccine court. But this is by a special master. You can't be represented. There they don't even have to be there. So the accused, the person that caused damage on your person or on your family, doesn't even have to be there. So let's look at the Sixth Amendment. All criminal prosecutions, the accused shall enjoy the right to a speedy and public trial by an impartial jury, state, and district where the crime has been committed. Let's just stop right there. Okay, no jury in these trials. So we have gotten pharmaceutical industry and they're forcing our public to our public into acquiescing their rights the bill of rights that was founded in this country let's look at the seventh amendment the right of trial by jury shall be preserved in no fact tried by a jury shall otherwise be re-examined in any court in the united states other than to the rules of the common law again So we're looking at four of the ten amendments that have been usurped by the pharmaceutical industry, which is funding our government. It's time we take this back. Now, if you go to the cdc.gov site, all I want you to do is go there, and it's called wonder.cdc.gov, and we're going to look for the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. And this is what you do. Number one, okay, you're going to go to organize table, month, then you put sex, then age, then vaccine, and the last one you leave blank. Okay, in the event category, this is in number five, uh, you'll put death. And this will give you 4,000 people that have died from vaccines reported to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. Just And remember, the Health and Human Services said this is between 1% and 10% of all of the people that have been killed by vaccines. And so it could be 4,000, it could be 40,000, it could be 400,000. So we know it's between 4,000 and 400,000 of the people that have died. Now, this is just died. This isn't um, victimized. Now, if we look at this book, Dr. Vera Schreibner, the title of the book, Vaccination, 100 Years of Orthodox Medical Assault on the Inn System. See, we're talking about autoimmune diseases, something that affects uh, one in five of our population so our population is very sick and this goes in to detail very very well referenced okay and i like the way it starts off quote the fact is that many countries that call themselves free succumb to medical dictatorship People are sicker and less healthy. A country which mandates vaccinations is not a free country. It's a country of zombies who do what they're told by vested interest uh, in who intimidate them to use them and to make money. Uh, wow. I know. I know. Makes you say, oh, wow. So, and you got to, you got to, I love this country. I love the ideas. It was fantastic. Order to solve a problem. We have to be aware of it. Okay, now there's another quote from this book, and I, again, I think it's just, just brilliant. It has become more and more obvious that instead of healing people, the orthodox medical system is creating more and more diseases, all of which seem to be deadly. Indeed, after studying 35,000 of orthodox medical papers, I find no evidence whatsoever that vaccines ever prevented any diseases. And then we look at this other article, and this is actually a brilliant article. It was published by ibimapublishing.com. The article is titled um, "A Post-Vaccination Autoinflammatory Syndrome." Now, uh, it's it's interesting because they go in, and this is a very very well referenced lever uh, article. uh, "Quote: Vaccination evokes a problem of." Adverse reactions in healthy people. An activated immune-inflammatory system is tightly regulated in the process, and the pathogenesis of undesired events have not yet been fully elucidated. That means we're shooting first and asking questions later and And this is something you'll see when I mean, I do a ton of research, but when you see these diseases arise in genetically predisposed subjects that require an environmental trigger, including a vaccination, I, okay, let me let let's explain this for a second. Yeah, they're genetically predisposed, except they never would have had a problem unless they had the vaccine has the environmental trigger. Is that really genetically predisposed, or does that mean that you have a bunch of people that can get a vaccine, some will develop a full-blown autoimmune disease, some will develop a um lower incident of, say measles so does that mean that they're predisposed to this? No, this article goes on to state, repeated administration of aluminum-containing vaccines represents a possible risk factor for different apparent reactions, including auto-inflammatory syndrome. Okay, this uh, stage can be called post-vaccination phenomenon. Wow. Okay, so let's look at the Journal of Autoimmunity. Okay, in 2005, they wrote the title of the article, Infections, Vaccines, and Other Environmental Triggers of Autoimmunity. That's right. Okay, so when they look at uh, the DPT shot, the polio shot, the measles, all of these, the MMR, uh, all of these uh, have been associated with autoimmune diseases. Now, is that the only other article? Uh, How about the impact of environmental factors on prevalence of autistic disorder? Now, you could say autism is an autoimmune condition where the body just uh, happens to attack the brain. You could say, gee, since 1 in 28 boys has it, maybe they're just genetically predisposed to get it and they needed the vaccine as an environmental trigger. If you have no ethics and morals, you'll talk like that. Okay, but what they say in this, and this is published in the Journal of Public Health and Epidemiology 2014, universally introduced environmental factors such as retroviral contaminants in childhood vaccines are the known pathologic mechanism of action. Uh, now, um, when we look at what autoimmune conditions are, uh, they're triggered by physical, chemical, and emotional stressors. There's over And so what is this? The immune system doesn't just go crazy attacking itself. Uh, So it's a miscommunication between the brain and the body or the organ tissue and the organ tissue. So it's endocrine disruptors, medication, vaccines, toxic in the food, and toxins in the environment. So this time we're just going to look at vaccines, vaccines and autoimmunity. So if you think that the the 72 doses of 17 different vaccines by the time age 18 is common, this is the only country in the world that has a schedule like that. This is the first time our animal species has been exposed to this. And if you're still with your head in the sand saying, well, we got vaccinated when we were kids, yeah, I was born in 1960, okay? They didn't Cube, uh, with polio vaccine in it. And that polio vaccine, now that we know, 50, or it took us 30 years to find out that that polio vaccine actually caused polio. It increased polio rates. It was contaminated with the SB40 virus. It increased um, lymphomas uh, and brain tumors in my age group. So, you know, how will the 72 doses of 17 different vaccines be viewed in 20 or 30 years? Well, it must be um, safe, right? Well, let's look at this article published in 2015. Uh, Imperfect vaccination can enhance the transmission of highly virulent pathogens. Wait a second. When you read that title of the article, does that mean that if you're in a vaccination program that this could increase disease? Quote, could some vaccines drive the evolution of more connect Natural selection will remove highly lethal pathogens if host um, death is greatly reduced from transmission. What this means is, again, here's another part of the article. Our data shows that anti-disease vaccines that do not prevent transmission can create conditions that promote emergence of pathogenic strains, causing more severe diseases in unvaccinated hosts. So they're creating a problem. And in fact, when you look at the Journal of Human and Experimental Toxicology, they state that studies have not been conducted to determine the safety or efficacy of administering multiple vaccine doses, as recommended by the CDC. Why? Because there's a normal exposure to vaccine responses. And let's boil it down to a Th1 and a Th2 response. A Th1, you need a healthy gut flora is going to weaken your immune system response. And again, we're talking about autoimmunity. A uh, TH2 response is for an acute inflammatory response. Now, a TH1, this is responsible for how you respond to the environment. This gives a humoral and cellular immune system response. Now, a TH2 is an acute inflammatory response. Now, this uses inflammatory cytokines or cells that cause inflammation. This is responsible for allergies and intolerances, but it's not supposed to be a long-term thing. However, when you're initiating an immune system response by injecting someone, you're initiating an inflammatory acute response, and this is what the vaccines do. Now, um, let's look at this one article. Now, since we know a Th1 and a Th2 response, the Th1 response gives long-term on, you keep for your life, and you pass on to the next generation. A Th2 is acute inflammatory response. So let's see what these vaccines do. Okay, now first, let's look at autoimmune diseases. Here's the title of the article. T-cell mediated maintenance of natural self-tolerance. Its breakdown as a possible cause of various autoimmune diseases. Now, this article goes on to say that these T-cells produce a wide spectrum of organ-specific and systemic um, autoimmune diseases in normal mice, they activated T cells, suppress immune system responses to non-self as well as self antigens in an antigen non-specific manner. So it turns out that autoimmune diseases have this underlying inflammatory T cell response. Then let's look at the Journal of Vaccine. Now it's this was. And and it was published in January 2010 by Kaiser, okay? But it was published in the Journal of Vaccine. The title of the article is Rates of Autoimmune Diseases in Kaiser Permanente for Use in Vaccine Adverse Event Safety Studies. Okay, that's right. I want to read that title again so that you get this, okay? Kaiser Permanente, okay, said the rates of autoimmune diseases... Uh, in vaccine adverse event safety studies. Now, what they go on to say, and I'm gonna, we've got a number of slides on this one tonight, because I want you to own this information. They say there's increasing rates of juvenile, juvenile rheumatoid arthritis, Guillain-Barré syndrome, which is permanent paralysis, uh, thrombocytopenia, which is which is a horrible blood disorders, transverse myelitis. Okay diseases, lupus, uh, multiple sclerosis, rheumatoid arthritis, type 1 diabetes, thyroiditis, uh, all of these have increased. And what they found, if you look at (laughs) another journal article, 2017, and this was published by the National Institute of Health.gov, the title of the article, Vaccination and Autoimmune Diseases is Prevention of Adverse Health Effects on the Horizon and they go into how lupus is associated with the tetanus vaccine, anthrax vaccine, and HPV vaccine. Multiple sclerosis is associated with the HPV vaccine. Uh, um, Guillain-Barre is influenza, polio, tetanus. Uh, Hashimoto's is HPV. So it's crazy. When we look at, and I'm going to bring through the conclusion of this, This was um, just, I mean, blew me away that uh, they say, and I want to bring up the conclusion before I go in, the vaccination might display autoimmune side effects as potentially even triggers for a full-blown autoimmune disease. The vaccination decreases the morbidity and mortality of individuals, especially in children. So it does decrease some simple diseases like chickenpox or measles or mumps, which all, you're talking um, children, normally recovered from those if they were healthy. Okay, quote, nevertheless, the dilemma of whom and when vaccinate remains unresolved. Further research is needed to explain this action mechanism it could represent a personalized medicine that could potentially improve preventative methods and therapeutic options uh, accordingly to the recommendations of the European association for predictive so look at this so it's not one sh- one set of shots for all that they're saying that the vaccination causes causes autoimmune reactions And you're not going to get the same response from everyone by giving the same vaccine. So why is it forced? Is that a tyrannical thing? This is a forced medical procedure? Are we nearing the end of our society where they've trashed the Constitution and now they're forcing this medical procedure on us that that the journal articles say can cause this? So let's go on and take a look at this well-referenced article, Influenza Vaccine and Guillain-Barre. To date, there are no epidemiologic studies that address the question of the risk of Guillain-Barre syndrome after vaccination. Delaying immunizations for a short period, such as one year, in all patients with a previous neurologic illness is recommended. Bring especially after the tet- tetanus toxoid. So they're saying if you're getting the, the flu vaccine, uh, particularly if you've had it close to the tetanus vaccine, you're in deep trouble. Wow, isn't that a shocker? What do we do for our kids? Do they give the DPT shot and the influenza shot from six months on? Yes, they do. I guess they should start to read this article. Okay. What about influenza vaccine and diabetes? Sure enough. Uh, you're talking type 1 diabetes is associated with the influenza, but also with the DPT shot, the polio, the whole cell pertussis shot, the MMR shot, and the polio shot. What about HPV and vaccine and multiple sclerosis? Okay, here's a quote from the article: The controversy be- between cited studies suggests need for further investigation on the relationship. Development of MS. That's right. Now, MS is a chronic demyelinating inflammatory disease. It's an autoimmune disease. So what is that? Inflammation, a Th1 response. What about HPV vaccine and lupus? This article goes on to say, look, the latency period of several days to two years. They even followed a vaccine protocol that a possible autoimmune adverse event was noticed up to a period between one and 17 years. That means if you get the shot, you can have a response 17 years down the road. MMR and thrombocytopenia, MMR and rheumatoid arthritis, HPV vaccine, a primary ovarian failure. HPV vaccine and uh, lupus. Okay, and what they say the onset of lupus occurred during the later doses of HPV vaccine scheduled in all women. What they're finding, okay, is that this is supposed to be a series of three separate shots. Okay, you get one at 12 years old and it's supposed to prevent. Um, a virus that may be associated with cervical cancer. It doesn't cause cervical cancer. It may be associated with it. Uh, I mean, it's crazy. They go on to state, in conclusion, the authors hypothesize a potential causal link between HPV vaccine and the onset or relapse of lupus. Uh, it's mind-boggling. They say the benefits of immunization might outweigh its risk. Clinicians must be aware of the odds for an autoimmune disease or the exacerbation following an HPV vaccine. Really? So does this mean that doctors should be doctors? That they should actually look at individuals and ask them about their family history and not give the 70 70- for every patient being forced by the government in order to have school, in order to have an education or a job, should we treat people as individuals? No, there's a tyrannical government. Trash the Bill of Rights. Trash the Constitution. You don't need to follow what the founding fathers were. They were pissed off about taxation without representation. Do you think they could possibly be accepting of forced medical procedures, sacrificing a few to, to decrease the rate of chickenpox and measles and mumps? Oh, my gosh. What about HPV and, and Asia syndrome? This is an adjuvant-related immune system. And they're saying that absolutely there, there's factors in this. Transverse myelitis, okay? And then I love the, the part of it, genetic basis. Genetic basis. What does that mean? They're saying that there's a number of different variants, that if you have a number of these that are all implicated in the autoimmune processes, uh, and they're saying that if you detect this uh, genetic variance that perhaps you should not get a vaccine. Now, would this be handy to know? Because what's the health of our population? One in five have an autoimmune disorder. The nervous system controls and coordinates every function, In order to maintain your health, you don't need an outside-in influence. You don't need something that's going to cause uh, an altered immune system response. Respect your body. Your body is made in the image and likeness of God. Your ancestors, if you're from Northern Europe, they survived the Black Plague, for God's sake. The only reason of medical procedures, the reason you're here is because clean water, clean, uh, good food, sanitation, and your immune system has adapted. Do you know that 50% of your DNA is viral? Your body is designed to thrive on this planet. If you have healthy nutrition, healthy sleep, healthy environment outside and inside, your body's going to be able to adapt. You'll be able to recover from chickenpox and measles and mumps. And as long as you don't do any things that interrupt that communication between the autonomic nervous system, okay, and the humoral system and endocrine system, that you're going to be able to thrive, So what do you have to do? You've got to optimize your gut flora, okay? You've got to stop these psychotic vaccinations, okay? You have to look at each person as an individual. If you're a doctor and you're listening to this, start doing genetic testing on them to watch their immune system response. Look at the vaccine inserts. Do one vaccine at a time and wait a year. Write down any symptoms that could be there. I'm saying wait a year, even though the journal articles say that you could have a negative response between 1 and 17 years. Okay, then... Look at other things you can do. Can you strengthen the immune system by antioxidant-rich foods? Can you strengthen the immune system by an organic plant-based diet or by eating fermented vegetables? Will that help an immune system? Absolutely it will. Well, getting your nervous system checked, regular exercise. Is regular exercise healthy for an an optimal functioning immune system? What about deep sleep? What about making sure that your patient... Get deep sleep or prayer and meditate. The five keys to health nerve supply, exercise, nutrition, sufficient. gives you a healthy immune system. You're not going to be interrupting its communication. The body is not going to be attacking itself unless there's an interruption in communication of that immune system. Realize that this is a modern phenomenon. You're not going to see water buffaloes with an autoimmune disease. You're not going to see giraffes or elephants or tigers with an autoimmune disease realize that this is a man-made epidemic, and this epidemic is being forced on us. One of the causes of autoimmune diseases is vaccination. And if if our government is now forcing us to get a dangerous medical procedure without informed consent, it is tyranny. We are no longer in a democracy. These people are not following our Constitution. So it's time that we take our government back. That's right. There's Dr. John Bergman, your health advocate, but it's time we change this planet. God bless you in the mirror and smile because you are built in the image and likeness of God. If you don't have that belief system, by gosh, you've got billions of years of evolution in you, you're amazing. Whatever your belief system, you are amazing. God bless you, and I love you. 18- plus.